Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. There are always opportunities. Never mawawala yan. Diba? Whatever industry you're in. So imagine mo, even hospitality. There are opportunities in hospitality. Even in the airline industry. I don't know if you noticed, ah, yung, yung in our in, in the Philippines, diba? there are actually new airlines. Probably what I know there is just a change of mindset. Right? So para again, instead of wallowing in wallowing in despair or wallowing in, ano, in defeat, diba? you can change your mindset and then baka may makita kang opportunity in whatever industry. Hello, good evening, and welcome again to the RJ Ledesma Podcast. This is another lovely Tuesday evening again. Thanks so much for tuning in to everybody listening from home right now, especially during this ECQ. Let me keep you company as you learn more about the best business minds from all around the country. So again, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Argila Desma podcast, where I interview the country's pioneering business personalities and entrepreneurs and learn more about how they think about business, what are their success secrets. In fact, we are going to hack into their success secrets. We will also learn how they have innovated their businesses during this pandemic and what opportunities do they see emerging in the new normal and in the next normal as well. Now, is there a business personality or entrepreneur that you would like me to interview here on the podcast? Please let me know. Drop me a message. We are live also right now on Kumu, CBRC TV, Global Pinas TV, and of course, on Bounce Back Network. Now, they have already started rolling out uh, the vaccination programs all around Metro Manila. Uh, very happy to say that I just got my job at uh, the Makati Local Government Unit. I went to the Makati Coliseum because I qualified under A3, which is under comorbidity. Um, so if you can get your job, please get your job as soon as you can. Uh, hindi lang para sa inyong sarili, not just for yourself, para sa pamilya po ninyo, para sa inyong kalusugan, para sa ekonomiya, at para sa bayan. And uh, one last thing, no, I think many of us are actually waiting right now. What's the best uh, vaccine that you can take uh, during this time? And upon consultation with a lot of my doctor friends, they told me uh, that the best vaccine that you can take is the vaccine that is already available or immediately available to you. And it just happened to be that although uh, my company was able to order some vaccines that will be coming hopefully in the second half of this year, uh, with the COVID surge, it's good to be protected. So I'm very thankful to have gotten the vaccine along with my wife. My parents just got their jobs here today. So again, to all of you, Let's work together. Let's get this country back on track. Let's uh, let's protect everybody. Let's save our lives and the lives of others. Please get your job right now. Now, my next uh, guest, again, I always get people who I'm truly, truly impressed by. And this gentleman is no exception. I'm going to be having Hanky Lee. Hanky is a serial entrepreneur, 
brand builder, and the visionary behind the Henry Hotel, a pioneering boutique hotel line here in the Philippines. Now, just wondering right now, if you're listening to the show, who among you have stayed in the Henry Hotel? And if you have, please do share your experiences with us. I would love to hear from them. And I'm sure that Hanky would love to hear from you as well with regard to your own experiences. Now, since its opening, uh, the Henry Hotel has won numerous awards and accolades competing against larger hospitality giants. So to my mind, the Henry Hotel is a giant killer. Now, with uh, three more properties in development from my conversation with him before the podcast, his vision is to open up more properties within the coming years here in the Philippines to provide what he calls, quote unquote, like no other experiences. And what makes him even more interesting is that prior to entering the hotel business, he was in the pizza business. Hanky also co-founded Yellow Cap Pizza back in 2001 up to 2011 when he sold his company. So how do you go from pizza to the hotel business? Let's learn about Hanky right now and his experiences on the RJ Ledesma podcast and find out how he has pivoted his hotel business during the new normal. Again, welcome to the show, Mr. Hanky Lee. Hi, RJ. Good evening. Uh, thank you for having me here. Good evening, everyone. Hanky, thanks so much for joining us. And you know what, guys? Uh, the first time I actually met Hanky um, was when we were both in Davao and we both happened to be a Globe My Business Ambassadors. And I was truly impressed by his talk. I was blown away by his talk. And I would like to think that he also liked the talk that I gave as well over there. And we just want to share something. Our common denominator is actually uh, with Globe My Business, which helped out both our businesses uh, to pivot pre-pandemic. And they've also been helping us during this pandemic uh, as well. So just briefly, we'd like to let everybody know that if you're trying to pivot or reinvent your business, uh, our friends at Globe My Business have business-grade products and solutions that can help you out. The Globe My Business Digital Shop. Now, again, please make sure... Uh, you can follow the shop. In the, this is my own personal shop, the shop, this shop, RJ. Please join us as well. You can also come over there. I'm sure that Hanky has his own as well. Thank you again so much. Hanky, uh, if you go back, let's go back again a bit more to our talk there in, in Davao. What was your talk there in Davao about again when we, when we were there? In, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Good question, actually. <laughs> but, yeah. but what I remember there actually, RJ, was you know, meeting you, you know, so, and then actually that's to find this instant connection because, you know, I am an entrepreneur and you are also a, an entrepreneur also. Actually, I should be the one interviewing you and <laughs> hacking your brain because you have done actually so much in terms of also pivoting your businesses, right? So congratulations. And Thanks thank so you much. for the podcast. Yeah. And we can question each other during this time. So th this can be a back and forth discussion, you know. Because I'm sure you might pick my brains, I might pick your brains during this discussion. And this is the one thing, Hanky, you know, I mean, you went from pizza to hotel, and I'm sure along the way, you've, you've had a lot more businesses, no? And before we get into Henry Hotel, you know, you call yourself a serial entrepreneur. I also call myself a serial entrepreneur. Because I'm a classic food market, you, I have a franchising online platform, I have an outsourcing uh, consultancy business. And you know what? And you're also a serial entrepreneur. What have you seen? What is the common denominator? What do you see? What is it about people? Why do they put up serial? Why do they? Why do entrepreneurs? Why can't they stick to one business? Bakit sila sana sana na magbukas ng barami negosyo? Sa feeling mo? So, 
Hindi, ganito, ganito. Kasi yung ano dyan, RJ, yung, yung I, I noticed, no, the difference between you and me, kasi you're also a serial entrepreneur. Pero yung pagka-serial entrepreneur mo is all the things at the same time. Diba? Sabay-sabay. Ako, yung pagka-serial entrepreneur ko is one thing at a time. Diba? And then, ano siya. So, ang ano dito is, um, even before I was doing Yellow Cab, I was in the food industry already. Uh, I was a franchisee of Chow King. Diba? So, more or less, pag nung natapos ako noon, I, I sold my Chow King and then I went into uh, Yellow Cab. And then, after I sold Yellow Cab, then I went into hospitality or into hotels. I think, kala mo, yung ano dito is why do we continue setting up businesses? I think it's really exactly. this, mm. this thinking na parang we are, as entrepreneurs kasi, we usually are very opportunistic. You know, we see opportunities in the market, di ba? So we see this, these gaps that need to be filled, di ba? Or problems that need to be filled, di ba? And we create solutions. We create solutions around that, di ba? So in my case, let's say, why, let's say the Henry... Because I just felt like in this, in the hospitality industry, ang, ang alam lang natin kasi are the big chains, di ba? You know, the, you know, Shangri-La or Peninsula, it's just the big chains. And then after that, technically, wala nang iba, di ba? So I said, huh, why can't I have a product or a build a chain that is a little lang below, you know, the, the five-star hotels, di ba? But smaller in nature and then more personalized, more Filipino, actually. So that's that's the niche that I that I play in, diba? And I, I'd like to think, given our time here, given our eight years in the industry, I think when it comes to boutique hotels, I think we were able to have that own that niche. When say when people say boutique hotels, people think, you know, the Henry hotels. Hmm. I love that, and I really want to get into that discussion of the Henry hotel later on, especially. Um, when that pain point came out and then you started building uh, the infrastructure towards creating the putting up the first hotel because I mean that's a lot of capital coming in there and that's a lot of thinking at the same time and I would love to really pick your brains as to how you went into that one but before that here's the interesting story guys uh, if you've been following Henry Hotel and this is the reason I actually I actually gave Hanky a call to appear on the on the podcast is because in the midst of this pandemic Nagbukasha he opened up a new hotel in Dumaguete so much so that Secretary Bernard Romulo Puyat of the DOT said, you're opening up a new hotel in Dimoguete? I'm going to be there <laughs> to help inaugurate it. And you've got three more in the pipeline. Why, why are you opening up a new hotel amidst this pandemic? It, so, it sounds to me very counterintuitive, but I'm sure there's some entrepreneurial thinking behind it. So please share with us. For me, that's the big story over here. Why open up a hotel amidst this pandemic? So, so babalik, ibabalik ko sa yung tanong, RJ, why not? Diba? So, <laughs> ano, actually, actually, ano eh, actually, we opened, that's right, yung we opened, uh, we opened Dumaguete in December. Ang pipeline namin, RJ, is not three properties. It's actually four properties. No? Wow. So, outside of this Dumaguete. So, yung Dumaguete, yung Dumaguete kasi, the reason why we really pushed through with this is the, the property kasi is not just a hotel. It's actually a mixed-use property. So, when I say mixed-use, Ano ba meron doon? Meron din doon restaurants. Uh, we have about uh, four restaurants there. Tapos there's also an event space. Diba? So we're thinking, you know, it's not just the hotel that's there. Diba? Meron pang ibang drivers of the business, like the restaurant. So now, nagbukas kami. So yung mga restaurants namin, nagbukas na rin. Diba? 
So these restaurants are actually anasha. These are outsourced. No, um, we don't own the restaurants, but these are restaurants that are owned by local domagetenos who are very good at what they do. So we decided to open it and open it to the public. It was right for us to open because the restaurants really are doing well. It's giving us awareness in property, and because the pro- it's giving us awareness, then people know okay that we are also open arin, diba? So it's ano siya, para siyang, it's a bit of, again, counterintuitive siya, eh, now, bakit mububuksan? But that is actually the big picture. Now, having said all that, so now, this is great. So we were, were able to better understand really uh, the thinking that, that went behind uh, your different experiences. But what I want to get into also here right now is that when it goes to, you know, so your, your first business was Chow King, diba? So you were, a, you were a franchisee of Chow King, diba? Tell me a bit more about that one. Why was that your first foray into business? Bakit hindi ka Kasi usually pag filchai, di ba? Filipino-Chinese, tapat may salili kang negosyo. Or yung traditional dyan is mag-hardware ka. Not being, st- I'm not being, ano, stereoty- but I'm just saying, stereotypically, that's what people think, di ba? But then you put up a, fra- a franchise business. Why was that your first thinking to get? Why was that your first business that you got into? Actually, RJ, my first entrepreneurial foray was not chowking. It was selling bread. Ah, okay. So, so that started when I was in in early high school. Yung yung ano kasi my I lived in a I lived in New Manila. Yung compound namin, we my father had apartments, diba? So we had a lot of guests. So what I would do before, para I don't know. I think siguro yung entrepreneurship is inborn, no? In me, no? What happened was, kita ko, oi, saan siya pwedeng magmerienda? Wala naman. I mean, because we lived in New Manila, there's no restaurants to go or to walk. <laughs> So, so what I did before was I, I bought um, bread from uh, actually the mother of uh, John Lucoa, a French baker. I, I bought yeah, John Lucoa. Oh, okay, oh, oh. wholesale and then you know, retail. So I, I bought bread there and then I sold it retail in the in the apartments. And then ginamit ko yung mga telephone operator ng parents <laughs> no. to sell the bread for me. <laughs> so, so that's really how I. I mean that's how really I started yung my entrepreneurship journey. And then in 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 ano, high school naman, uh, I went I went to Ateneo, no? So the way I earn extra money is nangongolekta ako ng mga ano, nangongolekta ako ng mga bote no, for deposit. And then other people would help me get those bottles and then I'd give them, you know, a certain part of that of what I earned. So ayun, so parang pero paisa-isa yun, no? Paisa-isa siya. Not like you, right? So and then in college Shirts, man. I, I printed basically shirts for the different organizations in uh, not only Ateneo but um, but this organization called ISEC. Yeah. So that's part of my entrepreneurship journey. And then after that, yung T-shirt. Then I went into a franchise of Chow King. Chow, Chow King. Actually, multi-store siya franchisee of Chow. And then after that is was Yellow Cab. And then after that is is now the Henry. What I want to find out is that when you look at entrepreneurship, like you said, it's inborn, but do you have to live in an environment where people actually train you to become entrepreneurs, where you are encouraged, or does it come from you? Because like for me, my dad, you know, the video rental, the prawn farming, the real estate. So it sort of came to me to be an entrepreneur, but my siblings, they're not us. I mean, they, they were my, my, my sister's academician, very good one, but she, did, you know, she wasn't really picking up the entrepreneurship. Uh, my brother works for my dad. So but how, how do you, what, how do you think the entrepreneurship came to you? I wish I had the other siblings so I could say na what happened to them. Unfortunately, I'm an only child. No? Ah, so, okay, okay. Pero it's really this milieu or this setting where you grow up, di ba? Na 
my parents were entrepreneurs. My, my mom had her own business. My dad has his, had his own business. And then my grandfather was also an entrepreneur. He, he, he actually uh, co-founded uh, one of the largest automotive uh, this, uh, dealerships in the country before. You know? And that's why yung hi to Stephen, because we're, we're somehow related to that. You know? So in this setting that you have, uh, everybody that you see, are entrepreneurs, di ba? Na parang, wala ka nang naisip, kundi, ah, okay. So, it, naging normal na siya to become something like them, di ba? And it became normal to me, di ba? Wow. So, yun, yun yung ano doon. So, yun but, yung, but, uh, it's, it's, such a, it's, a, it's such a normal thing to do to engage in entrepreneurship was that, that, that really helped yeah. out as well, no? Oh. So, it, and then, plus, plus, I wanted to earn, parang, there was a thirst in me na, kumbaga, of course, di ba, dati, binibigyan tayo ng allowance ng magulang oh, natin. Oh, oh. Pero for me, Kulang yun, di ba? I wanted, di ba? Dati, Trump cards pa. I mean, well, mahalata ang age natin. So, di ba? I wanted to buy Trump cards pa. So, ang nangyari nun is, pero ayaw ko bilhin ng magulang ko. So, I turned that extra money so I can buy my Trump cards, di ba? When you joined, when you joined uh, after doing Chow King, no? how many years did you hold that franchise for? Actually, I, ano, I, I held that for, nag, nag, nagkaroon siya ng ano eh, uh, siya ng overlap ng a few years. So I started uh, my first franchise in 1994. Mm-hmm. And then I, I let go of that around um, early 2000. Why did you let go of the franchise? Why didn't you continue operating it? Because some people, they renew the franchise, they'll get a second franchise. What did you learn from that stint of when you were franchising? And how did it inform your decision moving forward as an entrepreneur? You know, you know what I learned there? Because if you are a franchisee, no, it's it's really it's there's a system, Because proven in system, eh, diba? You know, Chow King is Chow King, it, At that time, it had more than fifty stores. I think about maybe a hundred pa or hundred plus, diba? So because of the system, because of the kubaga the franchise system, it's able to replicate itself very easily. And then the second thing that I learned there is branding. You no, know? so if you think about it. In the Chinese casual, let's say fast food chain. Fast food, oh, oh. you know, there it's Chow King, diba? And then and then the, of course there are other competitors there, no? Pero it's really Chow King was number one. So uh, if you open a a store that says Chow King, no, compared to let's say I open my store, let's say Hankies, Hankies Chinese, diba? Siyempre, pag nakita ng ng guest yun, ah, sorry, ng customer yun, what will he choose? Of course, they will choose Chow King, right? So branding is... It's really great lessons which you picked up, which is the system and the branding. At nagamit mo yan, eh. I'm sure, nung nag-Yellow Cap ka. But give me the context when you set up Yellow Cap. Kasi at that time, I'm sure there were dominant players already in the pizza business here in the Philippines and FMB. So... What was that pain point or that quote-unquote underserved market that you were looking at when you were trying to create uh, Yellow Cab? What was that, what yeah, was that point? Yeah, oh. Actually, yung sa, yung sa Yellow Cab really was, um, I'll, I'll share a secret, <laughs> if you don't sige, mind. Pa, sige, okay, okay, sige, sige. No, ito secret. Actually, gusto lang namin gumawa ng pizza. It was not because there was an underserved market. Unlike the saying in the Henry Hain, I feel that there is an underserved market with the hen, with uh, with yellow cab. We just felt that there was an opportunity to have another player uh, in the industry. Even though at that time, huh, it's really lorded over by three giants. When when we opened, three foreign giants, three American giants were the were the ones lording it over. 
in in the industry right but for us we just thought laban it was a leap no leap of faith that we felt that we had a superior product and we had a superior concept that could compete with them what's the process of developing did you use some of your learning from the system of chowking or from the branding uh, how did you put a team together to create a unique product at that time no in the end the bam because it's food diba so uh so i mean of course it was important that uh the food is good right otherwise they will people will try you and then dinasi na babalik diba oh, oh. so so what we did actually we switched uh, one of the lessons is you know surround yourselves with great people diba so in in yellow cab first of all you know that's why i say i'm the co-founder of yellow cab because we are three there mm-hmm. no and and actually the three of us we complemented each other so much no our our strengths Oh, sorry our weaknesses were covered by the other part so actually ang ganda ang ganda sobra ng what do you call that harmony namin harmonized coming tatlo diba so first that's that no we have partners that that complement you diba and then second is yung in terms of the food kasi you know we were able to get somebody who's really whose specialty is really food no whose specialty actually is really baking diba And and it, you know we were we were glad that we were able to find her because of that, tiba. The product namin was such a winner. Nagstand out the product namin compared to those three American chains. They're still here today. These American chains. Importante ang magsave pero bakit marami ang walang ipon? The answer is because we don't spend enough time in learning practical financial strategies. This is Fitz Villafuerte, a registered financial planner, and I'm inviting you to listen to the 80% podcast. Kung saan tuturuan ko kayo kung paano yumaman. So join me and let's talk about personal finance on the 80% podcast. Number first question as as you were saying that one that you were lucky to get three good partners who complemented each other a uh, two, uh, two yes. partners but the three of uh, you complemented everybody uh, each other there what were your what were your strengths what did you bring what did the others bring to the plate when you were there one one partner was very good at marketing no so he's he's so actually he's so intelligent that actually nga when when we were actually planning the or thinking of the names no the, the different names for yellow cab actually he was able to come up with 50 variations of that kasi sobrang siyang talino at inista rin siya so he was the one in charge of marketing no okay and then RJ meron din akong partner na nasa lista naman oh okay, diba so at least may... mabuti naman mabuti naman so, so <laughs> ang, ang strength naman niya actually for me ang strength niya kasi he was our glue he was the one who glued us together tapos siya yung at that time he was really the visionary he was the one who yung kubaga yung leap of faith talon lang ng talon di ba expand lang ng expand and then he was also good in basically yung in build outs you know store build outs so and then, and then it, ako naman my role there was people my role there was people and then uh, business development looking for locations di ba what should be the logic how do you choose partners um, hanky maybe maybe you can help us out for those people right now trying to build a business sa akin in the very ano at You know, all of your skills are easy, right? All of us have our own gifts. All of us have our own skills, right? That we can bring to the table, right? Pero iba ang aligned kayo sa values. So that would be my ano. If you are aligned in terms of values, 
whether there are the peaks, no, the you know the peaks, or of course there will also be valleys, de ba? If you have the same values, align kayong dalawa, align kayong partners, then your business will go much much farther. And that, that that's that's kind of like a grace, diba? I mean, it's a blessing. It's a really big blessing to get good partners because there's always the chance that it won't. Even if you've got shared values, it doesn't necessarily mean you get along. Eh? I mean, that happens sometimes. Diba? That's possible also, diba? Mm. Yeah. Then having said that, the other thing is, I'm going to step, take another step back because I, I want to go to Yellow Cab because it's, it's, such, it's such an interesting thing when I, when I look at Yellow Cab because we always say to people, you have to have a USP, unique selling proposition or a secret sauce that made you different. Ekayo, you were going up against Pizza Hut. You were going. Sorry, if I'm going. You're going up Chakey's. You're going up with bigger brands at that time. Domin- I mean, whoever oh, they were dominant, or, uh, and then others there. But what made you think that that the product that you had created was going to be superior? I, did you have a? I know you. I said you hired a good person to do it, or was it also because when when Yellow Cat came out, parang foreign brand, diba? It's like you, Yellow Cat. Oh, this must be a, This must be a, also an important brand. So. Let's try it out, diba? I mean, that that to my mind is also something that, that could have made it different. That the the unique the the uniqueness of it, you know, sounding like a foreign brand and, and bringing in this new new kind of uh, vibe to pizza. What what is that unique selling proposition you guys think really made it stand out? There's a, actually there are several things that made that made the brand stand out. No? So, yung diba, yung sinab, one one was the pizza, no, yung 18 inch. Uh, at that time, no other. Uh, competitor had that pizza right and alam mo naman yung 18 inch pizza can feed an army right and that's right alam mo naman tayo mga Pilipino when we have our merienda diba masaya marami diba when we have parties I'm sure sila kila Buds diba who's, uh, who's actually my cousin-in-law no? so so si Buds naman I'm sure you know when he have meet, when he has meetings in the office madamihan so what do you feed your army with you feed them with pizza diba so that was our first entry into into the taste buds of uh, people, diba? And then once they've tried it, wow, ang sarap pala nito kasi, you know, we priced our products uh, premium, pero we also delivered on the ingredients, diba? Our ingredients that's right, that's right. Premium, no. diba? We used olive oil, you know, our, you know, our, our cheeses are, are really from, are from Fonterra, actually New Zealand. You know? So we use quality ingredients talaga. So we had you at Takaw Tikim, Takaw Tikim, 18 yeah. inch, and then pag tinikman mo, wow, masarap, di ba? And then branding also. First would be the 18 inch, and then for me, it's like a big branding, di ba? So again, you know, people have this perception of Yellow Cab as, wow, cool, New York, di ba? Yes, yes, oh, and, oh. And ano siya talaga, and purposeful yun na hindi ka may lababas, kasi ano siya, di ba? Parang imagine ako, lalabas ako. Yellow <laughs> Cab, <laughs> so, so we let actually we let the brand speak for itself, diba? And then yung brand na yon, uh, what is what I call sarado siya, no? Parang RJ, we never said that we are an American franchise. That was just the perception of people because the branding was so tight that really people thought that it was an American franchise. Ah, uh, okay. We never, okay. If you if you Google and voila, we never said that it's American. Would you say that when the business took off, was it an immediate trajectory going upwards, or how was it like when when the brand came off? Were you were you running quick out of the market, or was it was it a struggle to get where it, where it was? Um, well, we were blessed, no. Now when we opened our first store, which was in Makati Avenue. So, ano siya, yung trajectory was tuloy, 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 tuloy. Diba? There was never a, 
a point, ang challenges namin were the challenges of growth, actually. Kulang na ng tao, kulang na ng equipment, kulang na ng location. I mean, it was really the the, the challenges of growth. Kulang yung systems namin, hindi enough, di ba? Can we just a bit more? I mean, as for entrepreneurs who are looking to, let's say, expand their business, what were the pain points that you encountered towards growth and scaling that, that you learned from uh, from there, Hanky? Actually, you know, we had our, actually when we started RJ, our ambitions were very small. So when we opened our first store, actually we were just thinking three stores, okay, and then when it became three, it became five. Was the ambition from five? Oh, it became ten, and then from ten, it became twenty. After that. Wala na, hindi na namin inisip, diba? Basta we just kept on expanding. And and really, ang, the key challenge there is basically on the backside, diba? Ang ano siya, it's really people. A, a lot of it is really people. How to get good people, you know, how... Because we were expanding all over the Philippines, right? You know, how can we get the right people to, to man our stores, diba? And then... How, and then also on the supply on the supply chain side, logistics side, diba? Imagine we have stores, you know, up north and all the way down to the south, uh, to uh, to Davao, diba? How can we bring our cheeses, diba? Our olive oils, our dough, diba? All the way also down to again the orange, all the way up to Baguio, pa, diba? So it was those people, the logistics, and then you know, in construction, but How could we, you know? And then, because since we're opening in different parts of the country. How do we market also locally? Diba? Those are the things that we thought before. Oh, amazing, no? So, how did so it, it, having said that, how did you how were you able to I guess address those concerns uh, for many of them? I mean, did you learn from your franchising background? Did you learn anything about putting up systems to get to get somebody from the outside to come in and and and, and fix the business? Because sometimes it's entrepreneurial, ka, diba? Sometimes you kumagawa and then you, you micromanage because you know you're, you're technically. You, you don't have that skill set to be uh, a manager, but you're good at entrepreneurship. Eh? Uh, and you know, if entrepreneurs stay there, sometimes you can't grow a business because entrepreneurs are entrepreneurs. Sometimes you need a, a professional manager to come in and, and start putting systems yeah. in place. So, 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 I mean, RJ, it was really, I mean, again, diba, the, the combined strengths of the partners. Diba, that was made, I mean, we were, we were really focused on the business. We were really spending our time in the business talaga, using our, our strengths. Diba? So I remember, let's say, I was uh, in uh, in business development. No? I remember when we were looking for a property in Baguio. You know, there would be times pag tumawag yung broker na, oh, dito may opportunity. Well, hindi ko naman siya ma-zoom, diba? unlike now. Diba? So what I, would do, what I would do before was I take the bus. I, I take the bus in one day, ah, balikan siya. In balikan siya so I could just take a look at the location because... In the end, diba, sa amin, importante yung location, diba? Or sometimes I'd fly in the, when may flight pa, and then I'd uh, go home by a bus. No? So, and then ganun yung, mga, ganun yung mga nangyari sa akin to the different locations also, balikan, diba? But on our end, it was really the you know, the commitment, diba, of the three partners, diba? And then plus, buti nga, buti nga, we had the hindsight of Chow King because all of us were actually Chow King franchises. Oh, no? so, interesting. Is that how you all met? Because you're all franchises? Yes. Oh. Kami yung barkada, kami yung good friends. Kami yung good friends sa ano? Sa, sa franchising. Chow ah, Chow yeah. Interesting, interesting. So, because of that knowledge that, you know, systems are important, you know, early on, what happened was we also got a consultant who did our manuals. Diba? So, our operations manuals. So, that helped. 
And when you were expanding, was it OPM, other people's money? Or was it, uh, did you go into a franchising model? How were you able to expand to all those brands? What was financing the growth of Yalukam? Actually, uh, in our system before, there were only about 20% were franchises. Oh, wow. So, and then all the rest were company owned. So actually, again, we're blessed then. Uh, if you notice, Dubai, what I what I didn't mention was cash flow, Dubai, which in terms of the hotel business is critical, no? Pero mm-hmm. when we were doing Yellow Cab, we were we did it in such a way that it was the, actually the cash flow that was the one building the stores, cash flow and actually um, trade credit. So, yung yung mga suppliers namin because they were all local, no? Example, yung oven, they would give us terms, diba? Example, yung mga su- yung suppliers namin yung mga cheeses like Pontera, they would also give us terms, diba? So, parang we relied on the cash flow that the that the stores were giving us, plus the trade credit that I know that our suppliers were giving us. Also. Wow, great learning. So, other people's money was a trade credit, eh, technically, <laughs> and then in your terms, yeah. Trade, trade credit is OPM, it's other people's yeah. money. Pero yung we were just lucky that our locations, diba, were I know were strong, diba? Uh, Imagine before we had six locations in Makati, diba? and all wow, of them were yeah. doing a profit. So, so it, it, it's because of that cash flow that we were able to build a lot of our stores. How would you know that an area was good to put up a yellow cab? What, what did you see? What were you seeing in terms of uh, over there in the area? Because he's into real estate. So you have it in your next podcast. But pero, pero I'll answer it from a real estate portion, a real estate um, thinking. And then, yung lo- yung ano, it's location, 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 right? I don't know, but but I just had that gut feeling na, na parang when, when I am in a certain area, parang I'm actually drawn to a particular space or a particular spot, diba? Uh, that's one. Um, and then sec- actually second, which is the more practical one, is tumabi ka lang sa shakies. Tumabi ka lang sa shakies. Diba? Kasi makita mo naman yung, ano, yung competitor mo. You know who your competitors are, diba? Pag nakita mo, yan, lakas nila Ay, pwede rin ako dito sa, say, sa town na ito or sa city na ito. Ah. You, count, you count their number of bike, uh, motorcycles. How many motorcycles? They have a standard count eh, of motorcycles. If, if they have less than that or more than that, that gives you an idea also. Oh, fantastic. I, I, I recall this one because it's also the source, the, they call it the smile strategy na inapply ni, inapply ni uh, Injapsia for Mang Inasal. How he would put up Mang Inasal or, if, or, or allow a franchise is that Kung may makita siyang McDonald's at Jollibee, ah, sige, tatabi ko dito yung Mang Inasal. Kasi nandiyan sila lahat eh. At medyo, yeah. may kaibahan ako ng kuwante sa kanila. So I should, I should, I should place over there. So, tabi-tabi lang, diba? Tabi-tabi lang. Really, really great strategy. Now, your trajectory was going up. You were opening all over the country. Then all of a sudden, as you were growing the business, you actually sold the business of, of Yellow Cup. Tell, tell me a bit more about that one. I mean... Why did you stay with it a bit longer? Was it was there, was there a certain frustration or or was the was the offer very enticing for you guys that you couldn't uh, say no when when the, when somebody came up to you guys? Uh, well, if you're sa akin, if you're, di ba maraming tayo? I mean, I think as Filipinos in general, we have a sentimental malakas ang sentimental value natin, di ba? Ay, itong negosyo nito naginawa ko, pinaghirapan ko siya para to sa mga anak ko. Oh, 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 exactly. Or 
pinaghirapan ko to, di ba? Hindi ko to papakawala sa pelikula, di ba? Or most more often than not is for our children, di ba? So for me, I I don't have that sentimental value. When present, actually with yellow cap, kasi eh, that, that has not come out in other interviews, no. When you when you are faced with the prospect of a check that has a lot of zeros in it, that basically says that check that check says na all your future work, let's say all your ten years future work. It will will be paid today, diba? When you are faced with that, what do you say? So, ako at that time, I said, okay. <laughs> How did it go over the partners? Were they just as easily convinced to to sell the business? And uh, was it a difficult decision to make for you guys? More or less, ano siya, yung, yung dalawa kami were really gung-ho about it. Yung isa medyo nag, napaisip pa siya kasi he was the one that was thinking, oh, maybe we can grow this brand. Back. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of like that. You, you, you're you you're conflicted there. You love the brand, but you're being presented with this number of zeros, di ba? Parang yeah, ganyan. Yeah. So, so for him kasi, yung kami, we, me and my other partner, we have the same mind na, oh, you know, again, same, you're presented with these numbers, right? But but yung partner ko kasi at that, at that time, He's, he he was saying that oh, why did we expand? He was still, you know, he was still he he still wanted to expand all over the Philippines, and not only that, expand also abroad because we had some stores already out of the country. The the two of us, we were able to to talk it with the third the third partner, and then he finally said yes. What, what what's next? What what happened to you that day after? Wow. Okay, matanong mo RJ. Miss mo yung when I got the check that day. Talagang, wow, uh, zeros, right? Um, and then uh, ako mismo, I, I deposited it in the bank. Parang I wanted to, parang basically it was a fruit of my labor, di ba? Uh, de- deposited the check in my bank. And then me and I brought me and my family to the States for about a month. But it was not a vacation. It was really because, wow, because it was in the headlines at that time. So parang yun yung lay mo, lay low mo muna, lumabas ka muna ng konti, parang ganyan. Lumabas muna ako, nag, exactly. Nag, nag ano muna ako, nag, nag uh, lay low muna ako. So wow, so, and you were, I guess at the time you were, you were composing your thoughts, what was your thought next? Uh, I'm going to relax and retire with this money and, and just invest, or ne- never, huh? Yeah, so what, what were you thinking next? What was your next thought after this is done? Naisip ko yun, yung LOI, di ba? What, what is meant by LOI? It's live off interest, di ba? Mm-hmm. Naisip ko yun. Pero at that time, how old was I? I was um, 41. 41. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, wait, wait, wait. 1999 to 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 41. Make it simple. What is 41? It's so young, right? So That's right. What happened was, do I live off interest or do I find another business that I was passionate about and wanted to do? So I wanted to do hotels because... Diba nga, as business development, I got to travel the whole of the Philippines. Not only that, I was able to travel abroad also. Diba? That gave me nga na parang, huh, bakit nga dito sa Pilipinas, konti lang yung mga, ano, konti lang yung mga hotels na, you know, that have character outside of the you know, big, big, you know, like Manila Peninsulas of the world and the Shangri-Las of the world. Diba? Bakit wala tayong ibang choice? Diba? So I said, hindi. So I'm gonna take another leap of faith and do that. So basically, yung mga, basically my savings, you know, whatever I earn from there is now here in the business. Question lang, hindi ba nagalit yung asawa mo sa inyo muna nung, nung nag-start ka ng Henry Hotel? I'm just asking because I'm thinking that, you know, if I had that sort of leap of faith, I said, okay, I'm taking the, the money I have from here and putting it in my new business, which is hotels. Go, huh? What are, you, what are you talking about? I mean, well, I mean, tell me, how is it like? Because this is interesting for me. Yeah, so actually, 
you know, I'm, I'm very lucky that I have a supportive wife. And siya kasi, uh, the reason why she's also very supportive because she is, my wife is also an entrepreneur. Ah, okay. Okay. So, so siya, she's also, in terms of her gifts, in terms of her skills, she also earns her own money. So para sa, kasi di ba, I, I don't know how you operate in principle na her money is actually her money, right? Mm-hmm. Pero my mm-hmm. money is also her money. Is, is her money up? Oh, same thing uh, here, same thing here, yeah. Diba? <laughs> so, pero yung, yung pera na na-earn, na-earn, let's say, out of the, let's say, yellow cap, she was fine with it na, that it be put in another venture, which is in this case, you know, the Henry. So to answer your question, I'm very lucky to have such a supportive wife who wants me to succeed, diba? but is also an entrepreneur. Pogi points and kaagad, Haki, if she listens to the talk here right now. I will, I know, I will, that's why I will watch your podcast and then I will reflect. <laughs> <laughs> Still thinking of what career is best for you? My name is Pat Soyo. Check out my podcast where we answer questions and debunk job descriptions by interviewing professionals so we can put an end to our career search. This is Job Defined. Available on wherever you listen to your podcast. Powered by Podcast Network Asia. So having said that, um, Hanky, this is a new journey for you. You were going into the hotel business, and and I like it because you're showing that you know I I always tell people nothing goes to waste. Your previous businesses will always inform your new business because it gives you new innovative ways of, of looking at things. So what was next for you? So nakita mo um how did the idea? So your idea started to formulate na okay, gagawa ako ng isang hotel boutique hotel uh, that's a notch above others and creating a strong brand. So when you were doing that. How did you find, let's say, I guess, the first location? And what did you know was going to be the unique selling proposition or the secret, I call, quote-unquote, the secret sauce that would make you guys different? Ano ka no? I, I mean, that's a good question. No? So coming out of Yellow Cab, may, talaga may mga learnings talaga, di ba? Or, you know, what, what, uh, what went wrong, what could have been done better, di ba? Pero what I took out of yung Yellow Cab really was parang... This is an antithesis, no? To, uh, it, it's a um, contrary to, let's say, what... Yung Yellow Cap kasi, di ba, American perception, American brand. Uh, uh, Pero ngayon, with the Henry kasi, we are proudly a Filipino brand. So, and our unique selling proposition, RJ, is actually very simple. I call it my three Ps, di ba? So, the first P is sense of place, di ba? So, our country is so beautiful, di ba, archipelago tayo, each island has their own culture, di ba? So basically, that's why we have so so much resorts to open pa because each location is different, diba? Because of the culture in found in that particular place, diba? So that sense of place. Second is uh, is uh, again secret sauce na naman to. <laughs> yung, yung ano RJ yung second is leveraging on the Philippine. We we all know how hospitable our the Filipino is. It's so innate, diba? In us, diba? So us. Ang ano namin dito is we just polish the diamond, you know. That is the Filipino, diba? And make it make them world class in terms of service. And then the third one is what I call celebrate the Philippines. No? So as much as possible, everything that we buy, everything that we see, everything that you know are you know we work with social and local enterprises, union. So social enterprises like Messi Bessi, 
local and local enterprises like you know Tio and Tio and Philo, diba? So we we that's well that's our secret sauce. So in yung learning ko na if 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 uh, if Yellow Cab was America in perception, dito hindi na ako nagano. Dito talaga out and out Filipino brand, you know, a Filipino brand that's world class. That bakit, is, Henry, bakit Henry yung pangalan uh, kung ganyan? I hope you don't mind me asking. Yung, yung Henry, so so two things yun. Yung Henry, if we think about it, it's a very worldly name. Diba? Parang sa, sa French, ano ang Henry? Henri. No, diba? Oh, 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 so, oh. so sa Spanish, ano yun? Enrique. Diba? So, it, and then yung in the Scandinavian countries, Henry is Henrik. It's a very worldly name, no? So that's why it, we are a hotel, but because we we accept guests from from all over the world. What I find interesting is like this one: no? um, you have a good idea, and you have to literally build a team behind it, and it's not easy because it's like me thinking, "Oh, this is a good real estate property. I want to make. I want to become a real estate developer." Ikaw, I came from the from FMB. Oh, I like a hotel. I'm gonna put up a hotel. It's, it's easy to say, but you actually did it. How did you? put together a team from FMB, gumawa ka ng hotel team, gumawa ka ng hotel na unique. What? Can you, can you enlighten me? How did you do that process? It's, it's the same thing, di ba? Yung, yung sa Yellow Cup, ganun din. Yung sa Yellow Cup, it just so happened, I surrounded, you know, I was surrounded by, you know, partners who complemented my my weaknesses, di ba? But we also got people, like example, kung wala yung, yung chef na yon, our pizzas would, would be so different, di ba? So here, Imagine, you know, even food, huh? Diba? Parang, actually, wala akong alam. I mean, I don't cook. I don't know how to cook. But, you know, we were able to come out with yellow cab pizza, diba? So, mm-hmm. same. a hotel, I knew nothing about hotels. Zero, diba? Ang alam ko lang dun is, wait, alam ko matulog sa isang hotel, diba? But, pero running one, I never knew anything about it. So, so that's why one of the first hires that I ever had, her name is, ano, si Sai. She's, She's still with me. She's head of HR. And she came from hospital. So because of that, but I knew that I had to sur- surround myself with people who knew hospitality. So that's why she was one of my first time, you HR. And then from there, because of her network, because of her knowledge of who we needed at that point in time, we were able to hire people in the, I mean, managers from the hospitality industry. So the, our, our mancom is actually all from hospitality. Shangri-La, wow. SM Hotels, no? uh, you know, Boracay Hotels, uh, El Nido, ganyan. So those are their backgrounds. They're all from hospitality. And this is interesting because it goes back to your own Yellow Cab story where you talk about your strength in Yellow Cab was the people. Eh. Yours is the people's strength. Eh. That's what you were yeah. saying. Parang nagamit po rin yan when you move for Henry. So, so the money that, if you don't mind me asking, the money that was used to put up the first hand really came from your savings from Yellow Cab? Yung savings, oh, actually, ano dito is really to, this is how much I believe in what I'm doing. Basically, lahat ng savings ko are in the brand right now. This is how much I, I believe in what we are doing. Uh, when you went all in, so for example, you went all in, I, I, forgive me, I forget, what, what was the first Henry Hotel project you did? The one in Manila? Uh, no, the one where your partner stays in, at the Henry Cebu. At uh, the Henry Cebu, that was why Cebu. Why did you start off with Cebu? Why not? <laughs> I like that answer. Okay, I know. I know, you know, RJ, we're entrepreneurs, right? So 
you know, where there are opportunities, we strike where it's where it's at, right? So it doesn't matter where if I stay in Manila, but the opportunity provided itself in Cebu. A game, Cebu na, Cebu muna, di ba? And, and when, when you put it up in Cebu, initially even market this place, because I mean, I, I understand that maybe you had the HR people who came in, they said, you know, I want it to be, this idea of it being uniquely Filipino or leveraging in the Philippines, this was yours coming in from the very start, I, I'm, I'm presuming. That was your secret sauce and you said, I want you guys to translate that for me into the, into the hotel. Tama Again, I had to influence them, like the Mancom. They had to, because if they didn't believe in what we were doing, uh, anong use nun, So it's just like yung, yung, yung earlier conversation natin about finding partners that are aligned, diba? Mm-hmm. So here, you know, our people have to also believe in what they're doing. They, they also have to be aligned in terms of, you know, the mission, the vision, and the values of the brand, diba? Otherwise, why would they stay, diba, if they are not aligned? So, so the so the no here is it's, it's influencing them, and then a lot of it also. Nung when when we were finishing the hotel na, so parang that was the mindset, diba? So parang na influence din natin yung mga of course yung mga tao natin, yung contractors natin, diba? We wanted a certain look and feel, diba? Mm-hmm. So because of that, ayun, ayun na, 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 it's all put together. Now, was it uh? The same trajectory in terms of business, like Yellow Cab, did you also see that that all the way up, there were the ups and downs? Tell, tell us a bit more, because people like to hear more of the down story. But was a time that you were thinking, was there ever a time, Hanky, I'm sure, like many of us in negotiations, I hotel. Okay na ko. Okay na, na ako. LOI. Was there a point in that for you sometimes, doing the, the Henry Hotel? Oh, yeah. I I, I recall uh, you know two two situations. About One was about 2017. And then now, and the valley now is really now, you know, because of this pandemic, let's not, let's not put an, let's, it, it, it is what it is, no? Let's, let's, uh, no, let's uh, call a spade a spade, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the hospitality industry is severely impacted, is severely impacted by, by this pandemic, right? So there are hotels, you know, hotels that are thing, now they're isolation facilities, diba? or quarantine facilities, diba? Na, your market has suddenly disappeared. Foreign tourists, yung market mo, or lo- even local tourists, walang negosyo, di ba? So, kunyari ngayon, in terms of yung, in terms of your question, there are days really, like in ito, the past year, no, since, since March of 2020, there are, there are really days where I'm telling myself, why am I still doing this? Why, why am I here? Especially when you read reports, di ba? Na, zero din. Kasi ang, 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 you know, you have, no, you have zero occupancy, you have zero sales. It's, it's, it's hard. It's that's hard. right, that's right. And, yeah. and what, what do you do at times like that? I mean, like for me, uh, like, like we're we going back to the earlier part of this, our discussion, we have to just look at what opportunities are emerging. Because we're, oppor- we're not opportunistic in a bad way, but we're, our job is, diba, as entrepreneurs, oh, bad, good time. Basta anong opportunity dyan? What can we see? Well, how did you start to, I guess, Pivot or, or change your mentality during this pandemic. What did you do differently uh, in Henry Hotel? Actually, if I can share with you, diba, yung sinabi ko, like, itong pivot, itong pandemic, diba, yung the valley that not only I go through, but all all entrepreneurs, no? all entrepreneurs oh. are only in the hospitality industry, even food, daming impacted. So really, oh. ang ano dito is I re- rediscovered myself. Diba? Tinanong ko sa sarili ko, you know, I speak about my values, diba? I think values ko, I speak about my faith, diba? parang, 
I speak about you know my relationship with my family. Parang mm-hmm. basically ang, ang tinanong ko sarili ko dito is who am I? Who is Hanky Lee? And what is important to me? Diba? There was a big introspection. Diba? And part of that introspection, RJ, was really asking myself, is this business what I want to do, what I want to continue? Diba? You, I asked myself, I, I con- actually, I continuously ask myself that. Diba? No? So, and then once you have that, of course, you have an answer. I had an answer to that. And it was, in, in terms of the business, the, the answer there is, yes, I want to continue. This is a, I call it a noble quest, diba? So, so it's it's changing the mindsets of people, right? So I tell myself, yes, tutuloy ko siya. Now, really, the entrepreneurial mindset comes in. That's diba? right. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so now, you know, instead of wallowing, instead of putting your, you want to continue this business, diba? So instead of wallowing in, wallowing in your misery or putting your head in the sand, so how can I move the business forward? How can I survive? Diba? Yun yung mga questions na dumada. And then, what are the opportunities out there? So, so it's really, it's a shift also because it starts with knowing who you are. Sa akin, it, for me, that, that was the ano there. Knowing, th- that introspection, that me answering, who am I? Yeah. Diba? Because I, I think I was able to, it's a journey. Ha? I cannot say na tapos na ako dyan. I'm still answering that, who am I? But the who am I that I know now wants to continue with this business. And because of that, I've seen the silver silver lining or you, you change your mindset. Nga, eh? Instead of looking at things that are always negative, you're oh, opportunity to ah, diba? But all within the hospitality. Mismo. Mismo. What did you guys do? Can, if you don't mind me asking, what was your pivot in Henry Hotel? So there are two sides to our business now, diba? One side is our current properties that are basically open. And then... The second thing is basically the properties that we're continuing to develop, right? So the, in, in, in terms of the properties that are open, it's really to, wow, rethink, reinvent the business. Rethink, reinvent. So parang, wow, yun nga, I, I said, ang market namin dati are local, leisure, diba? local tourists or let's say, mga Europeans, you know. Sobrang lakas namin doon, diba? But disappeared, zero, diba? So where can we get our business, diba? So yun nga, so we have to, Pivot in terms of finding other markets, diba? That's one. And then second is, wow, is look at our costs, diba? Parang, wow, ang dami palang pwedeng makat, diba? I mean, yung... <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> Parang, wow, pala, we, and then, we can do things easier pala. We can do go digital. We can pay our suppliers digitally. Alam mo yun? That's right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a... Wow, this is the rethink, reinvent your business. And then with the moving forward naman, in terms of our new properties, the business mo- our business model in terms of how to move forward has changed. That before kasi, we controlled, we tried to control everything. But we got la- um, greenfield projects, so we call it RG. So meaning, you know, it's an empty piece of land and then we build, we find we find investors to to, to fund the project for us and then operate it. Right? So now we manage, now we added another, no, we manage. Right? So your property, our expertise is really managing and then uh, brand, we have a brand. Right? So other people have seen that. Right? Na, wow, we have a brand that when people say Henry Hotel, instant, kung ano yung rate na charge mo, you can charge 2,000 pesos more or even 1,000. 
pesos mo at the very least. Diba? We have the value. So, parang, so now we're finding people who need help. I know that you've, you've, you've talked about how you're pivoting the business and, and you know, and, and how new business models are actually emerging and people are learning from it. I, I really love it because the what, what's coming up different for you really, really right now is that the strength of our brand is, uh, the strength of the brand is that we, we're managers. We don't have to put up the whole hotel, but the management per se, that's what we're good at, diba? It's oh, looking at the core essence of the brand, diba? Yeah. And then we're able to, one of our strengths also is not only managing the brand, but being able to, diba, using the, the our, our secret sauce, nga, diba? Yung three piece namin. That's our lens that we see through. Yes. So each property that we look at turns out different. Kasi, diba, pansipong tagline namin, like no other. So that's right. Each property that we look at comes out different because it is in a different location. The size of the hotel is different. The terrain is different. So is we, we come out with different properties, properties that are unique. Different diba? experience. I like that different experiences per property. That's why baseline level of service that you can expect from each and every Henry Hotel. That's diba? right. I, that's what I love about that one. Now, having said that, no, I, can we take just a, a broader look right now? And I want to pick your brains as an entrepreneur, per se, that you've seen the whole situation that's happening here in the Philippines with the new normal, the next normal. We keep on talking about, you know, opportunities that you can spot because things are changing. Digital, uh, branding. What are you seeing as the emerging opportunities, even despite this crisis? I mean, uh, if you were to look at bigger, not just maybe in hospitality and in other industries, what what do you think that the emerging entrepreneur or a businessman would want to look at, uh, given what's happening here right now? Wow, that's such a, a tough question. I think we're the same, RJ. When we look at things, always there's opportunity. So, sa akin, uh, my my siguro my two cents worth in terms of you know the entrepreneurs listening on this uh, podcast on this show is really there are always opportunities. Never but Whatever industry you're in. So imagine more, even hospitality. There are opportunities in hospitality. I'm sure even in... Imagine that. Parang imagine that. Actually, kamo, what's ano? Nagulat ako dito, di ba? Even in the airline industry. Alam mo ba, di ba? I mean, our airlines are severely impacted, di ba? Pero you know what I heard from somebody? I forgot who it was. I'm trying to think of. Di ko naman siya matandaan. Pero sabi niya, now is the time to open an airline. Di ba? Imagine mo, parang what? Now is the time to open an airline. So I don't know if you noticed that yung, yung in our in, in the Philippines, diba, there are actually new airlines that have come up. Uh, I don't I don't want to mention the name, no, but kalab, it's not the it's not the entrenched ones, the top three again. May upstart then always the outsiders, always the entrepreneurs. Yes. So in each it just probably what I know there is just a change of mindset, right? So para again, instead of wallowing in Wallowing in despair or wallowing in, ano, in defeat, diba? You can change your mindset and then baka may makita kang opportunity in whatever industry. Hey, it's Janina Chan here. Do you want to rebuild, inspire, strengthen, and empower your life? do listen in on my podcast Rise Up with Janina Chan where we share real life stories that draw inspiration, provide strength and empower each other to rise up. Here we talk about lifestyle topics, hearty conversations and anything under the sun packed with new knowledge and entertainment all for your listening pleasure brought to you by the Chinoy Podcast Network in partnership with Podcast Network Asia
Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast fix from. Happy listening! And having said that, as I start to close down, wind down this discussion, there's one more thing, about You talk about the upstart, the underdog. And there's one thing that people might not know about you, but you are an extremely competitive tennis player, for, for a doubles player in tennis. You actually, you're, you're playing tennis actually informs business for you, right? Because like for many of us, like I, I, like, I like working out, I like writing. I mean, all these things help me with my business. How does tennis help you? How does your tennis mentality, aside from the competitive nature of, of, of tennis, how has it actually helped out your own business or helped you with your business thinking? You know, sa akin, yung ano, tennis is life. Actually, I've been playing tennis, RJ, for the past 40 years. Diba? And sometimes the learnings I get from tennis is much, much more than my college education. Diba? And you said something there, yung underdog. Diba? If you, ngayon, you only see, I mean, to those who don't know me, you only see my face, right? But if you see my body, I'm I'm very heavy set, medyo malaking buton, mabigat, diba? So when I when I play tennis, I really play that role of underdog, diba? And actually for me, yung role ng underdog is my competitive advantage. I I love playing the role of underdog. Bakit? Kasi min, minamaliit ka, pinagtatawanan ka, hindi hindi ka hindi hindi ka papansinin, diba? Until Wow. Until you show your stuff. Right? And then, pag nagulat na sila, say, especially sa tennis yan, eh, pag nagulat, say, when I walk on the court, kunyari, may konting pila. Again, secret sauce na naman to. So, <laughs> pag, diba, pag ako, that's what I do before. Yung, I, diba, I, I play underdog to the hill. Pag, pag lakad, pagpasok sa tennis court, makita ng kalaban. Sila ang iitim. Ikaw, maputi. Diba? Tapos, Medyo roly-poly, taba-taba nito, di ba? And then, di ba, may, medyo maglakad, medyo mabagal, or ano, di ba? So parang, you play with their thinking, di ba? Pero, pag game na, wow, biglang you show a different side of you, you pala, you're competitive, you pala, you, you know, you show grit, you know, you're determined, you don't wanna lose, di ba? So, minsan, I, I've won a lot of matches like that. Now, when, when you are underestimated by your opponent, so in the same thing, ganun din yun. In Yellow Cup, we were always the underdog. Lagi kami, ay, hindi. Pinag, pinagtatawanan nga kami when we started Yellow Cup. Sabi sa amin, you have six months. Sarado na kayo. How can you compete against the likes of those three brands that, that was mentioned earlier? Right? How do you compete against them? Six months. Close friend na namin yung nagsabi nun. <laughs> Pero the underdog mentality, yung, yung pag kumagat ka, kapit ka lang, di ba? Ganon. That has ser- served me well. That has served wow. me para kayo nang, Para ikaw yung FPG or erap ng negosyo mo. Oh, lagi ka yung underdog. But sometimes that underdog mentality help, really helped you. I mean, that, just to say, that it really helped you uh, get things through. And again, I know you were sharing about your life and, and everything and family. But one of the biggest things that you always want to share, and I'm so happy to endorse it to help support people, is about your faith. How has your faith informed your decision, your, your your business journey here right now. It encapsulates everything that I do. No, so ang anadon is if if I were to have a a philosophy, diba, in life, it is it is actually a very simple statement, and I actually also learned that in the valley of this pandemic. 
Ngayon ko lang yan, ano. So, basically, it's very simple. I am his servant. Yun lang yun. I love that. I am his servant. And for me, I like to say that God is good all the time. And since you're a tenista, you say, God meets you where you are. And I think that's what's very important about this as well. And again, guys, if you enjoy the RJ Ledesma podcast, uh, please feel free to subscribe to the RJ Ledesma podcast and tell more of your friends to uh, listen to the show here as well if they want to become better entrepreneurs and to listen to people just like Hanky Lee. Again, guys, thanks so much for staying with us this lovely Tuesday evening. My name is RJ Ledesma. Thanks so much. We will see you again here next week. Thanks so much, guys, for listening to the show. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.